0: ever coordinated a finely well-oiled machine we are
1: that's exactly right
0: welcome back to oddities where we have our shit together (laughs) i'm cassie i'm anna and welcome back to strange town i've been a little more consistent with that yeah for sure Um I'm getting back back in the saddle. Um. <laughs> yes, before I forget, check out our description box for all of our fun social media information. We'd love to have you follow along on there. Also, our Patreon. If you would like to donate to our show and you are able to, please consider doing so. The link to our Patreon page is in the description. And those who donate to our show get an extra episode every week and anna also has a fun project she's thinking of coming up so maybe stay turned and that'll that'll just be for our patrons so that's right that's it
1: it's a, uh, it's, a it's a possibility
0: <laughs> it is so how are you today
1: uh i'm actually while i'm on the phone with you i'll edit this bit out <laughs> all right well uh so okay you ask me right. how i oh, was well. uh
0: yeah how are you we're back We'll just put some elevator music there.
1: <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, I'll just put some hot elevator music real quick and then we're back.
0: Oh my god, wait. Instead of elevator music from now on, can you just put in whatever it is that you just hung uh, Hung? hung? Hummed. Hummed. You were like da, 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 da.
1: Oh, then big time. Oh my god, <laughs> just I'm just gonna that. copy that clip. Oh, okay. Good night, <laughs> everybody. It's over for y'all. <laughs> Holy moly. Uh so I'm good. I'm tired. Which is normal. I spent all of yesterday <laughs> with my nephews and my niece. And oh. we went sledding and, you know, like. Hell yeah. But it's just, just being with children, you're like, wow, you guys have so much more energy than me. <laughs> Meanwhile, at like 2 p.m., I'm like, I could nap.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Every day I could nap around that time.
1: Yeah. I I honestly think we should really, as Americans, start nap, start taking
0: our own siestas. Hell yeah! I'm a big fan of the siesta. It's the concept of the siesta.
1: That's right. I love it. Anyway, I mean, so it's we're getting more snow here, and I'm over it. And, and <laughs> yeah, and there you have it. How are you? Yeah, uh,
0: I'm doing well. We also had some snow this week, and it is just it is tits cold. I was telling Anna before <laughs> we started recording. I went out for an errand this morning, and my car read that it was three degrees, and I'm like, no. And I know to all of you people who are even colder than us, like in the negatives and shit, we've been there too before. So don't start with like, oh, you think that's cold? Listen, when you get to a certain point, your nipples are diamonds and it doesn't matter how fucking cold it is. It's just cold. All right. I don't want to hear it. Also,
1: I I love when people like my favorite thing in the world is when people who have also been in cold temperatures just like look at you sympathetically. They're like, I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's what I want. Like you're aware. So and I would love to have yeah. my space heater on right now, but the thing, has started making a weird noise this week. So yeah. like in the Never background, good. if I had, if I had it on, it'd be like, Arr! while we're trying to record and that just wouldn't go over well, you know,
1: when my heat turned on this morning as I was like, getting, I, I just don't have not turned my heat off in like a mm-hmm. month and a half. So mm-hmm. my bill, it's is cold. my bill's just screaming at me and I'm like, yeah, oh, it's yeah. fine. We're, we're dealing with this. It's cold.
0: Yep, that's exactly right. My heat turned um, on this morning, and it was like dung and I was like, "What was that?" <laughs> I know it's like, yeah. It, the older I get, like anytime anything starts making a noise, that, like at all, I, like I automatically think that it's gonna go, <laughs> like I'm like, oh, it's about to die, it's about to die. Now I gotta invest in something new. It's never just like a oh, it's just having a moment. No, right. it's always just straight to my appliances are gonna go. And then it's always um, like you then you
1: have to investigate it. You're like, what was that? What was that sound? Do you smell weird? What's going on with you?
0: Yeah, why 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 you why? Why? You know, <laughs> just sheer panic. <laughs> but, adulthood. Um, adulthood. Let's see. This week is going to be a big week for me. Well, this is in the future, so this you know, when actually this comes out.
1: This comes out the day after my birthday. <gasps> That's right. Happy birthday to you. I'm gonna be
0: 29. Holy hell. Bro. Grown up. We uh so what was I uh it's, Oh a I have w- my, big week. I have my first biochem test this week. So everybody wish me well.
1: Well by now
0: you'll we'll know that you've done well on it. By now we'll know that I have a hundred percent in the course. That's mock, right. mock, mock, mock mock. Yeah, so <laughs> shooting yeah. It into the world actually by the time this comes out i think i'll have taken my first test in my cellular class too so tests oh. for days and um
1: how am i out of school and tests still like make me have like a sweat i'm like oh
0: yeah i'm just like i too am tired
1: yeah. <laughs> sounds- but you you're probably a good test taker i would imagine
0: I am a good test taker yeah. where I, where I don't do well is uh, retention of things after tests. It's like a severe <laughs> mental dump after the test has passed because I'm like, I aced it. I don't need it anymore. It's garbage. And it just like flush, just flush that shit out. And so I'm trying to be better about that, but you know, say vie in the real world, it doesn't matter. You can just Google shit all the time, you know? So it's That's like, right. What does it matter? And then uh, in other news, I'm balancing my gut health. I got my kombucha. <gasps>
1: oh, I'm going to drink uh, kombucha after this coffee. I made a very large cup of coffee this morning.
0: Oh, mama. Yeah. Our systems are going to be flushed. That's
1: right. That's I, have, really, uh, I haven't had a kombucha in a few days, though. But I, I try and do
0: it almost daily, have like a bottle daily. Yeah. That's, like, the goal. It doesn't always happen. Yeah. I what? Just
1: heard, I just heard your mouth Did you hear a throat right? burp?
0: You heard one of those things? Those, like, involuntary, like... God, They're, like, frogs. Remember, it, remember in high school when that would happen and everybody looked at you like you were an alien and it's like, guys, it happens to you, too, so shut the fuck up. So or, like, if relaxed. it was, like... Or if you had, like, the latest lunch, uh, like, of the lunch options and then, like, your stomach wouldn't be making, like, whale calls in the middle of class, people looking at you like you're fucking... You know, right? A- as anything if, other than human, as if their stomach
1: has never done that before. Like, why do kids treat other kids like that? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, what, what is
0: that about? I'm going to let my kids know that they should just like embrace all of their bodily noises. Because <laughs> it's uh, also like they're gonna happen whether or not
1: you embrace it. So like, just chill with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, like don't. So like, if your stomach makes a noise, don't be shifting in your seat or anything, making it trying to seem like it was like yeah. your shoe on the ground. It was your stomach. You're hungry. Own up to it, and for the love of God, just pull out a snack in the middle of class. I don't give a shit what the teachers say. They let That's you do right. it in college. Everybody's always eating in class in
1: college. Oh my God. My favorite was an eight a.m. class because I would be eating as I was walking in. <laughs> my professor would be like, "Calabro, you better finish that," because <laughs> she didn't <laughs> like she didn't like when people were like eating. Like I had to have it unwrapped and then I could eat it. But mm-hmm. like I would be walking into class eating it, and she'd be like, "Calabro, you better finish that."
0: People. People would have, like, full-blown feasts yeah. in class, in college, and it's like.
1: I I, I once watched I'm just saying. an entire, a man eat, for an entire period, eat a full egg sandwich. And, like, I was only focused on him. Like, I was just watching him from across the room eat the sandwich.
0: Oh, yeah. And, like, sometimes people would walk in with shit, and I would use it as, like, inspo for my next meal. I'd be like, yeah. oh, damn, that looked good. I'm going to get some of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah
1: yeah oh wow this all days. this all took
0: a strange turn but anyway that's uh that's the long and short of it for me so.
1: yeah i mean listen gang adulthood we we talk about how cold it is we talk about our heat bills we do <laughs> we talk about our appliances losing their shit that's right and then we talk about our next meal and then we go to bed <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's exactly right <laughs> yeah we're killing it we're killing that's it right. oh yeah speaking of which though like have you seen all this shit lately about, um, like, people in Gen Z shitting all over millennials? Like, th- this is like a thing. Like, they're, like, picking apart our shit lately. they Are like, okay. Yes. They're like, side parts are out. Skinny jeans are out. Only male-. Like, they're talking all this shit. And it's like, guys, guys, guys. I, I thought to... we were a unified front against, like, the older generation. Why are we? What's happening right now? You know why?
1: Because we... we're getting
0: old. That's yeah, funny. I know, but you know what? They're like they're acting like they're making all this shit come back. Like they're like, like they're inventing middle parts, or like they're inventing. Also, fucking... middle
1: parts are gross as hell. I will they're die bringing... on this hill.
0: Okay, guys, just real fast. Like, if you wear a middle part, you automatically look like that guy in Lord of the Rings that sets himself on fire and then jumps <laughs> off the cliff. Also. Like, they're acting like they're bringing all these, these like, 90s trends back, and it's like they're, like, the first ones to ever wear this shit, and it's like, you fools, we've suffered through all this shit already, so you didn't have to, and now you're choosing to bring these looks back? I'm just saying.
1: That's that's true. We did do all this suffering for you, but also, I'm impervious to Gen Z, because they can scream on their internet as much as they want, and I
0: can't hear it. (laughs) That's true. That's true. And, um... Oh, and this is the latest thing. So now Ooh. they're bringing back, or they're bringing, they're they've come out with flared leggings. You know, that yoga makes me want to vomit. That yoga makes me pants. Vomit. What the heck? We we
1: flames?
0: on <laughs> <laughs> <All> the side <laughs> of my face. It's, it's, yeah. So that's it. So if any of you are listening to us, are Gen Zers? Um, the, I'm gonna be honest. We like though,
1: you. We do, but don't say that. Here's here's the thing. The only thing that they should bring back, and this is another hill I will die on, is real shorts for women, like athletic shorts. Like remember our what we used to have? We used to have like basketball shorts for shorts. Yes. yes. Now everything is small and like fitted. Like no, I don't want to
0: wear. Hold on. I have something I, to I, say about this, but I gotta let I the cat I hear something out. Hold screaming. On. You've made your- right, so I am <laughs> leaving that bit in. <laughs> okay, I am not. <clears throat> I'm not looking to wear a second pair of underwear over my underwear, and that's Correct. what these fucking shorts are. So no. And also, I
1: understand that they're like, oh well, women want like when they're working out, women want. Well, I should be doing this in a man's voice because you know a man thought of this. But right, right of they- course. They were like, oh, women want a slim figure when they're working out. No, we don't. What we want is pockets. And when I'm running, I don't feel like people are staring at me. I wear the baggiest
0: shit in the universe when I'm working out. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I want my shit to breathe. I got to breathe. We're all just breathing. That's all. That's right. That's it. That's right. So So
1: that's that's what Gen Z people should bring back. Bring back legitimate basketball shorts.
0: That's it. We've taken you to task.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, I don't care what you all scream about, you young children.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Go fucking wear some butterfly clips or something and act like you're the first people to ever do it. Is that coming back, too? That hurts me. I If those are coming back, I'm, you know, I really can't say anything, though, because I used to wear those constantly.
1: I mean, my my style has always been, like, 90s grunge, so, like, I really can't say anything either. <laughs> I love that, though. You know? I I I'm literally looking at a men's jacket that I wear constantly, dude. men's stuff. The, the oh, we, we talked about saying, this on a bonus we episode. Talked about this. Yeah, but men's it. men's clothes. That's where it's at. Everything is big. Everything has big pockets. That's where it's, it's,
0: it's at. It's um. Nope. I'm just short circuiting all over the place this morning. Just leave me. Go on without me. Just gotcha, gotcha. Just gotcha. leave me here.
1: Oh. <laughs> um, Alright, So, I mean, we do we sh- want to dive sh- in?
0: Yeah, we should probably get to the actual substance of our podcast.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so- now that we two fashion icons have debated fashion.
0: Yes, now that we've spoken, right. <clears throat> consider yourselves blessed. <laughs> so, sh- should I start this time? I feel like, I, don't I can. not remember.
1: I can't remember at all who started last week.
0: Mine's quite short, but quite interesting.
1: So is mine. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. Good thing we've talked for 15 minutes here at the beginning. All right. So. You're all welcome. With a hop, skip, and a jump, I think I'll take it away. So this topic today came Mm -hmm. from a participant in our 10K giveaway because one of the things that we asked, it was optional, but if they wanted, they could suggest a topic to us. Uh, Ah, quite right. uh, Yes. And so actually this participant... (laughs) This participant is my future mother-in-law, so hello. (laughs) But I'll have you all know, we had people who were non-family members participate, so, okay? (laughs) All right. So anyway, this topic today is fairy
1: rings. They can't see me, but my mouth just dropped open because all of a sudden I'm getting, like, war flashbacks to the Wink saga.
0: That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And so when I was doing this research, I was like, oh, Anna's going to love this. Okay, so. I'm about to (laughs) short-circuit. This actually is super interesting from, like, a scientific standpoint. So, anyway, i got to wipe my nose because it's Mm -hmm. fucking cold. (laughs) My nose is leaking. Okay. So, oh, boy. All systems are go. Excuse me. Fairy ring. The kombucha. The kombucha's kicking in. And it's ginger, too, so, you know, it's got that sweet, sweet burn. Mm -hmm. All right. A fairy ring, also known as a fairy circle, elf circle, elf ring, or pixie ring, is a naturally occurring ring or arc of mushrooms. Oh. So, generally speaking, obviously they're found in like forested areas. That makes sense. But they can also appear... A, a pear. A pear. <laughs> <laughs> they can appear. They can appear in grasslands or rangelands. Um, they are detectable by <clears throat> sporocarps, various. which are fungal spore pods, in rings or arcs, as well as what is known as a necrotic zone, or dead grass or oppositely a ring of very dark green grass so there are three things that we can identify these rings by just so everybody's Mm. keeping up we Mm -hmm. got a ring of mushrooms we got a ring of dead grass or we got a ring of like super dark grass so here we are
1: okay all
0: right so fungus mycelium is present in the ring or the arc underneath, and so these rings can actually grow to be over ten meters or thirty-three feet in diameter. They get I, huge. They do.
1: I just love the fact that you use the scientific name to explain fairy rings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, I know. Um, and they become uh, they become like more and more stable over time as the fungus grows and it seeks food underground. So fairy rings are the subject of a lot of folk war. Folk war? <laughs> Folklore, war. Mal-widge is what wings <laughs> us. Together. Together. Marriage. All Mal- right. All right. They're the subject of much folklore and myth worldwide, particularly in Western Europe. They're usually seen as like hazardous or like dangerous places, and they are often linked with witches or the devil. Big fan. Love that. Here we are. Uh, but conversely, they can also be linked with good fortune. So we're all over the map with these things, right? And, we and really are. I into the, I'm going to get into some of the folklore aspects, too. But it, like, it's like, you're fucked if you enter one. Oh, no, you've got a lot of great things happening for you if you enter one. It's like, well, which is it, bitch? We can't and, decide.
1: And does it depend on the way they look, which is lucky or unlucky? Like, if it's dead grass, presumably, that would be the unlucky kind. Like, mm. d- d- is there a distinction mm. there or no?
0: Uh, so, not that I can recall when I was reading over this. I don't remember them being like, if you see one where it's the dark green grass, it's all good fortune. Right, but if right. you see the one where it's necrotic, you're like, you know, whatever. Yeah, so, Right, you're uh, going to be
1: shitting blood or something crazy. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure, that's exactly what it said. So, the mycelium, which is the vegetative part of fungus, of a fungus growing in the ground, absorbs nutrients by the secretion of enzymes from the tips of the hyphae, which are the threads that make up the vegetative part of the fungus. I got very, like, very sciencey. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> hi, welcome back breaks... to Oddities. This is a science podcast now. <laughs> hi, welcome back to science. So, this breaks down larger molecules in the soil into smaller molecules, and then they're absorbed through the walls of these hyphae uh, near their growing tips. <laughs> Why did I write it like that? I don't like that. I don't. <laughs> I just like that you just
1: started laughing because of it.
0: <laughs> Growing tips. All right. The mycelium move outward from the center, and when the nutrients in the center are exhausted, the center dies. There, boy. Their boy. Oh their my boy. God.
1: Wow. You're really short circuited today. Huh? Oh, my
0: God. Somebody help me. Thereby forming a living ring from which the fairy ring arises. So basically it starts, and it feeds, and it runs out of nutrients, so it forces it to grow outward, and that's why we get the ring. Gotcha. Long story short. You know, there's also so there are two overall theories. So one of that is like basically that it starts from a spore and then the underground presence of a fungus can also cause withering or varying color of growth in the grass above. So that explains both the dying and also the ultra green grass. Mm. Um, the second theory, which is presented in the investigations of some Japanese scientists on the Trichloma matsutake species. Oh, boy. Wow, I didn't fuck that up as bad as I thought, though. (laughs) Shows that fairy rings could be established by connecting neighboring oval uh, genets, like growths, of Mm. these mushrooms. Uh, And if they make an arc or a ring, they continuously grow around the center of it. So let's talk about the necrotic and rapid growth zones, right? So like we said, one of the manifestations is this necrotic zone where it's dead. You know, all the plant life has withered or died within it. Uh, They're caused by the micella, which, during a very dry year, coat the roots of grasses and other herbs in meadows. After some time, they're removed by biotic factors from the ground, at which stage a zone on the surface soil becomes visible. So... Oh. Yeah. Um, Patterns other than a basic ring or arc can be possible, so, like... Uh, so we have circles, double arcs, sickle-shaped arcs, and then some other like weird formations. Which at that point, I just feel like you should just look at it like it's just a bunch of mushrooms, right? You know. Also, like... I
1: like that they can they can form a uh, double arc because all I can think of is the big W. Double.
0: <laughs> I was thinking of double rainbows, but that's what. Or like, <laughs> yeah. I like sickle-shaped arcs. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. That's you know. Um, so they deplete the soil of readily available nutrients like nitrogen, causing plants growing within the circle to be stressed. Same. Which leads to plant discoloration. Same. Some (laughs) fungi... (laughs) Dark circles. Some fungi also produce chemicals which act like hormones called gibberellins, which affect plant growth, causing rapid luxuriant growth. So on the opposite end of the spectrum. Mm -mm. They've done some long-term observations of fairy rings, of course, in England. uh, On Shillingstone Hill in Dorset. Of course that's the name of, of the course, fucking hill. Of course. You that's guys what it's are called. cute as shit. <laughs> you guys are so fucking cute. Uh, and this, this, uh, these observations further suggested that the cycle depends on the continuous presence of rabbits. Love that. Plot twist. So chalky soils on higher elevations in the counties of Wiltshire and Dorset in southern England <sighs> used to support many meadow type of fairy rings. And their, their whole observation said that, okay, so rabbits crop the grass really short in open sure. areas because they're fucking hungry, okay? Yeah, they're, they're tiny, tiny lawnmowers. <laughs> and what happens when you are a tiny lawnmower? You have to shit. So they produce nitrogen-rich droppings. Sure, sure. <laughs> and mushrooms need more soil nitrogen than grass does. So a ring can start off from a few spores... <clears throat> Uh, and then the fruiting bodies of the mushrooms only appear later when sufficient mycelial mass has been generated to support them. And basically they start feeding on the on the rabbit shit. Well, the sure. nitrogen from the rabbit shit, you know? Right, right. And then subsequent generations of fungi only grow outwards because the parent generations have depleted the local nitrogen levels. Meanwhile, rabbits keep mowing lawns, but don't eat the fungi, uh, allowing them to grow like through their competition to tower relatively above the grass. Um, Mm. And so by the time a circle of mushrooms reaches about 20 feet in diameter, rabbit droppings have replenished the nitrogen levels near the center and a secondary ring can start to grow. That's so interesting. Right? See, I told you there's some interesting science behind this shit. So let's get (laughs) Look at these
1: rabbits just making straight up fairy rings.
0: Yeah. You know, rabbits, they've got magical shit. So literally there are a couple there are a couple of generally recognized types of fairy ring fungus. They're called tethered because they are formed by uh mycorrhizal fungi living in symbiosis with the trees. Nope, symbiosis with the trees.
1: And sometimes Me- symbiosis.
0: <laughs> sometimes some uh <laughs> meadow fairy rings are called free rings because they're not connected with other organisms. They are they're like, you know, just free growing on their own. Right. Um, so the effects of the grass depend on the type of fungus that's growing. Uh, and there are about 60 mushroom species that grow in fairy ring patterns. The best known is the edible scotch bonnet. Love that. <laughs> Which is commonly known as the fairy ring champignon. Wow. You like that? You I like love that. this. I know. So one of the largest rings ever found is near Belfort in northeastern France. I wouldn't have... A sp- uh, uh, Wow. I wouldn't have expected that. I yeah. would have expected it would have been in England. I don't know why. I don't know. You're all rainy and, you know, yeah, prone to true. fungus, I feel like. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So it is formed by the, I'm going to fuck this up, Infundibulocybe geotropa and is thought to be 600 meters or 2,000 feet in diameter and over 700 years old. Isn't Jesus. that crazy? That's wild. All right, so. Onto the culture, the oral tradition, and folklore. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, everybody, tighten your seatbelts. We're, we're going through a ride. Nope, we're going for a ride. Somebody fucking help me today. You know what it is? I haven't slept in it at all this weekend, because the fucking pets get me up early, and I'm not thrilled. So. I'm not thrilled. I'm also studying biochem out the ass, so I'm, like, yeah. drooling. So you're, okay. You're short-circuiting all over the map here. Mama's tired. All right, right. so a great deal of folklore obviously surrounds these things. Sure. Their names in European languages often allude to supernatural origins. They're known as. It's French. Rans de Sorcerer, witches' circles. Love that. Thank you. Or, and this is German, so I'm going to fuck this up. Hexenringa, witches' rings, in German. Got it. Nailed it. In German tradition, fairy rings were thought to mark the site of witches dancing on Walpurgis Night, which is the eve of the Christian feast day of St. Walpurga, which was an 8th century abbess in Francia, and is celebrated on the night of April 30th, and the day of May 1st. That's cool. All right. Dutch superstition- it was donut again. Dutch superstition claimed that the circles show where the devil set his milk churn. I didn't know that the devil had a milk churn. Did you know anything about that?
1: What the fuck is a milk churn?
0: I guess, like for making butter, is he making butter?
1: Why is he I, doing that?
0: <laughs> maybe he's low on fats. Maybe, maybe he's on a ketogenic diet. So he just carries this shit with him all the time. So he's I always got a source of fats. Never imagined that that would be the thing accompanying the devil. <laughs> of all the things that the devil could bring with him, it's a milk churn. This is Doesn't how you seem know very it's Dutch. Threatening. <laughs> that seems Dutch as all hell to me. It does. All right. So in Tyrol. Uh, folklore attributed fairy rings to the fiery tales of flying dragons. Once a dragon had created such a circle, nothing but toadstools could grow there for seven years. I don't know why specifically seven years, but maybe that that's has like a mirror. Maybe that has something to do with like the nitrogen cycle from those bunnies. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, I <clears throat> love the school. thing about
1: dragons.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, European superstitions generally warned against entering a fairy ring. French tradition reported that fairy rings were guarded by giant bug-eyed toads that cursed those who entered the circles. In other parts of Europe, uh, entering Mm -hmm. a fairy ring would result in the loss of an eye. Uh, Meanwhile, in the Philippines, so this is like a left turn, uh, like all of a sudden we've got the Philippines now, fairy rings are associated with diminutive spirits. Uh... So I don't know. That's that's just what's going on in the Philippines. They're not. They're, they weren't like me- mentioned ever again in my research. It's usually European. So a, I don't know. I,
1: I also have to say I like that Europe got progressively more threatening. That it's like don't yeah. go in them. There's bug-eyed toads, which to be honest would keep me the
0: fuck out. That's enough. Yeah. And then you're gonna lose an eye. <laughs> don't go in there. Your eye's gonna fall out. Okay. All right. And don't don't uh, go in there. That's where heard. the devil was making butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which, that would make me go in, but if there's a bug-eyed toad, I'm not going anywhere near that shit.
0: Yeah, there's some butter involved, like get me a nice focaccia, some butter. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming in, I got a scallop, we here up. to chill out. Yeah, big time. So, Western European traditions, including English, Scandinavian, and Celtic traditions, claim that fairy rings are the result of elves or fairies dancing. That's cute! They're just yeah, busting like a that. move. We're cutting around. Such ideas dated to at least the medieval period. Uh, the Middle English term elf-a-ring-a-wart, or Elf Ring, meaning a ring of daisies caused by elves dancing. <laughs> I like how we had one word for that. Yeah. Okay, dates to the twelfth century, so this is quite old. Um, in in a book called History of the Goths, which was written in sixteen twenty eight, Swedish writer Olaus Magnus, cool name, makes that this is. makes this connection saying that fairy rings are basically burned into the ground by dancing elves. Uh, A British folklorist, Thomas Knightley. Nope. Kitely. Wait, wait. The
1: title of that book before sounds like it was written in the 90s. History History of the the Goths. goths.
0: Yeah, I know, for sure. Uh... Oh, okay. British folklorist, Thomas Kitely, noted that in Scandinavia in the early 19th century, um, there was this overwhelming belief that fairy rings arose, again, from the Dancing of Elves, but he warned that while entering... um, uh, these these fairy rings might allow the interloper to see the elves, although this was not necessarily guaranteed. It would also put the intruder in thrall to their illusions. So basically, if you entered one of these things, those elves were going to make you start tripping balls and like seeing shit.
1: Right. This is very like a Midsummer Night's Dream kind of shit.
0: Yeah, we're we're entering into <clears throat> yeah, like kind of the, more of the shit. things that that I associated with this stuff. So yeah, folklore of Britain and Ireland contain a wealth of fairy lore including the idea from which fairy rings take their name, which is the phenomena resulting from, again, the dancing of fairies. Uh, in Wales, the rings are known as something mm-hmm. wild. Silk e tag. Yep. Got at least two Ys in that shit, for sure. <laughs> We've got four. I fucking knew it. That's it. Um, you guys are just crazy about Ys, but... You guys you know, love a fucking Y. To that I say, why Why not? not? <laughs> you knew, you knew okay all right focus uh there are, uh, let's see fairies uh w- so wait what was i saying oh in wales fairies are always described as bust and moves basically anytime anybody enters one of these rings so like Good you time. walk in and you walk into a rave
1: <laughs> you walk in they're throwing a party
0: yeah they are i mean it's like it's hoedown throwdown you know a la hannah montana So, in Scotland and Wales in the late 20th century... Our references have been all over the map today. I know, this is a mess. Uh, (laughs) Stories... (laughs) As late as the 20th century, stories about fairy rings were still very common in Scotland and Wales, with some Welshmen even claiming to have joined a fairy dance. I want to be on whatever they're on. Also, what did they describe that as? I guess they're like, hey, it's a dance with a bunch of little people with pointy ears. I I don't know. Right, like, (laughs) I would love to know what they describe that as. Big time. Interestingly, Victorian folklorists regard fairies and witches as related, based in part on the the idea that both were believed to dance in circles. So that's how we get the link between witches and fairies. That seems weak to me. That seems weak to me. That seems shaky at best. Uh, These these throwdowns are based, uh, like, associated with Moonlit nights uh, and the rings are only visible to mortals the following morning so like you've got like a, I guess like under a full moon you know these guys are having like a throwdown and then Is the there? next morning you see all these fucking shrooms so shrooms. <laughs> uh, in let's see an early 20th century Irish tradition says that fairies enjoy dancing around hawthorn trees uh, so that's why you always see these these rings around them. A resident of Balg- Balgahider, Scotland, said that the fairies sit on the mushrooms and use them as dinner tables. And oh. a Welsh woman claimed that fairies use the mushrooms as parasols and umbrellas. That's so cute.
1: <laughs> Isn't that I so
0: cute? love that idea.
1: That they're just like, <laughs> open her up, and they're <laughs> off.
0: Uh, our friend Aulas, Olaus Magnus, yep. um, that's the guy that wrote the history of goths. He said that the brightness of the fairy ring comes not from the dancing of the fairies who harm it with their feet, but from Puck, who then refreshes the grass. That's very Shakespeare. There We're we back. have that. We have our Shaka Spirae. So There he is. So a lot of places, uh, you know, depending on what cultures you're looking at or whatever, but generally speaking, these fairy rings are painted as dangerous places. You should avoid them. Um Hmm. Superstition calls them sacred and warns against violating them, lest the interloper, like a farmer with a plow, uh, angers the fairies and gets cursed. So don't go plowing neither of these fucking mushrooms, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, In an Irish legend recorded by Wilde, a farmer builds a barn on a fairy ring despite the protests of his neighbors. He is struck senseless one night, and a local fairy doctor breaks the curse, and the farmer says that he dreamed that he must destroy the barn and even collecting dew from the grass of from the grass or flowers of a fairy ring can bring bad luck and destroying a fairy ring is unlucky and fruitless superstition says it will just grow back as nature tends to do
1: and there you have it also who is the local fairy doctor
0: <laughs> how does one get that title how does one earn that job description <laughs> only only in where, where was that doctor only in Ireland. You guys are wild. So you guys are wild. Dying entering to visit. entering a fairy ring on May Eve or Halloween night is especially dangerous. Um let's see. One source tells of a shepherd accidentally disturbing a ring of of like mushrooms where fairies are preparing to dance, and they capture him and hold him captive, and he even marries one of them. Oh. So I don't know. That, I mean that went from zero to
1: beauty and the beast real quick. Yeah,
0: that that was um that escalated very quickly.
1: It, real, it really did.
0: Now, freedom from a fairy ring. So let's say I've I've waltzed my happy ass unknowingly into a fairy ring, and you need to save me. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Freedom from a fairy ring often requires outside intervention. A tactic <laughs> from early twentieth century Wales is to cast wild marjoram and time Nope, marjoram and thyme into the circle and befuddle the fairies. I guess this- what
1: what is marjoram?
0: It's marjoram. M a r j o r a m. It's like a spice. Oh. Um. <laughs> so I guess they get like confused when this shit shows up. Another tactic is to ask the rescuer to touch the victim with iron, because fairies don't like iron, apparently.
1: Oh, that's very like. This sounds like almost like we're t- we're tiptoeing into the land of vampires, where it's just like one substance. And they're like, I ah. feel
0: like there's like a, yeah, there's a fine line. Other stories require that the enchanted victim simply be plucked out by someone from the outside, even though okay. this can be difficult. Um, in one tale, a farmer from the Longolan region has to tie a rope around himself and enlist four men to pull him from the circle as he goes in to save his daughter. Other folk methods rely on Christian faith, of course, to break the oh, enchantment. So you got to stick from a Rowan tree which is thought to be the wood from which the cross of Jesus Christ was built. Mm -hmm. And this can break the curse. Uh, As can a simple phrase such as, what in heaven's name? Oh. (laughs) Just walk in there. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One common element among all of these uh, recoveries is that the rescuer must wait a year and a day. From when the victim entered the ring so if i go in there i'm hanging out for a year and a day until i can be saved
1: oh so god chilling. knows
0: what's going to be happening you know in fairyland during those 366 sometimes 67 days
1: i just thought about there's a scene in i'm really gonna date myself here true blood mm-hmm. and she was like a fairy and when she went to fairyland she was like there for a long time she mm. thought it was, like, a short time, but then when she came out into People World, it was, like, a year and something. Mm. That's interesting. Just thought about that's, that. and That's it, a cool and, tie. And they had to, like, <clears throat> like, people going in and out, it was, like, difficult.
0: Mm. See? Like, they
1: had to, like, they needed, like, a thing. Like a, you know, like a weight on the other side kind of thing. That's interesting. Yeah, like actually, those guys with just the farmer. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is.
0: Um... <clears throat> Mortals who have danced with fairies are rarely safe after being saved from their enthrallment. Often they'll find that what seemed to be but a brief foray into fairyland was indeed much longer mm-hmm. in the mortal realm, possibly weeks or even years. Oh, okay, uh, true blood. Yeah, see, they did the research. They did it. Wow. Uh, let's see. The person who's rescued from the fairy ring may have no memory of their encounter with fairies. <laughs> oh, oh. In most tales, saved interlopers face a grim fate. For example, in a legend from Carmethenshire, recorded by someone named Sykes, a man is rescued from a fairy ring only to crumble to dust. That sucks. (laughs) That sucks. Uh, in (laughs) In a tale from Mathafarn, a fairy ring survivor molders away when he eats his first bite of food. Another vulnerability, Went. I guess Why he, food? he also, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Weird. Like I already touched on, a vulnerability seems to be iron. Um, in one tale, a touch from the metal causes a rescued woman to disappear entirely. Oh, my Oof. God. <laughs> we can't have that. No magnets, no iron, no horseshoes. We can't have anything. No. Have Some. Anything. Uh, Some legends assert that the only safe way to investigate a fairy ring is to run around it nine times. So you got to go for a little jog. I don't know, but let's hope it's not the one that's like 3,000 feet around. I'm not doing that. We (laughs) can't have that. Um, This affords the ability to hear the fairies dancing and frolicking underground. Um, According to a 20th century tradition of Northumberland, this must be done under a full moon and the runner must travel in the direction of the sun. To circle the ring a tenth time is foolhardy and dangerous. And another superstition says that wearing a hat backwards can confuse the fairies and prevent them from, from pulling the wearer into their ring. So what you need to do is you need to be like a frat bro. Yeah, basically. Running around this thing nine times.
1: And God forbid <laughs> that you lose count or are not going in the direction of the
0: sun. You're fucked. So yeah, we, you're ne- fucked. We, need, we, need, we need a frat bro astronomer is what we need. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's that's precisely what we need. So, um, although these these fairy rings have strong associations with doom, uh, some legends say that they're actually places of fertility and fortune. Welsh oh. folk belief is that mountain sheep that eat the grass of a fairy ring will flourish, and that crops sown from such a place will provide more bountiful than those from normal land. And a folk belief uh, that was recorded in the Athenian oracle claims that a house built on a fairy circle will bring prosperity to its inhabitants. Meanwhile, that one farmer built his shit, and all his shit went to shit, you know?
1: And then you have to get a motherfucking fairy doctor up in that shit.
0: I know, so so basically, that's it for fairy rings. We have, we're all that over the map. This shit is all over the place. We don't know if they're good, we don't know if they're bad, we don't really know. It's best to, to just avoid them. Or, if you're going to go into one, be aware that you're probably going to be there for at least a year.
1: Yeah, that's which it. I'm going to be honest, if there was a year we could have skipped 2020, 2020. You know what I'm <laughs>
0: I would have spent it in a fairy ring. So what if yeah, I ended time. up married to some random fairy dude? <laughs> so be it. I was supposed to get married anyway. You know,
1: that's that's, that's some wild shit we got there.
0: That's fairy rings. Trippy as hell. So from a folklore standpoint, really cool. But also from a scientific standpoint, equally Pretty cool.
1: Yeah.
0: So and thank you much,
1: Lee. If there's a a lesson to be learned here, it's just let nature rock.
0: Let it rock because some cool stuff happens. And big shout out to bunnies.
1: Oh, so cute.
0: Nature's lawnmowers.
1: Nature's lawnmowers. I also used to, when I would, every time I'm on a run and I see a bunny, they always like stop and look at you real quick. Bunnies Mm -hmm. are like just smarter versions of tinier and smarter versions of deer. That's exactly right. They just look at you and they're like, okay, if you pass me quicker than I can run past you, then we'll do that. But if I can run past you, like,
0: you can, uh, I feel like they're working it out. They're calculating. All I want yeah. is some vegetables, though.
1: Yeah. And they're just like, I'm going to get by safely one way or the other. <laughs> you're like, you're da- goddamn right you are. I see you doing math in your head. I see what you're doing. <laughs> uh, shifty uh, wow, little fair- They are shifty. God bless them. So, that that i i like a good fairy ring you know what i
0: mean yeah i enjoyed all of that much more than i enjoyed that fairy show same big time big time so
1: fuck that show so this <laughs> week i am doing yeah <laughs> fuck fuck that show fuck in that big show way. Fuck so that this show. week <laughs> also i will never forgive netflix <laughs> mm. i'll never forgive netflix for giving us a season 2 but canceling glow Sense8, Canceling all these quality shows, but hey, what's you give what's us this with you? bullshit. I know. God awful Netflix. God
0: awful. Anyway, the Maloikia on them. The Maloqui? Yeah, the little, you know. It's an Italian thing, you know. <laughs> the Malocchio. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the Malocchio, today yes. we're going to
1: be talking about Julia Tofana.
0: I don't know who this is.
1: Well, she was a wild bitch. Was so, she a wild bitch? Question,
0: before you answer. get started, y- you know our our girl Bailey, uh, who does like murder mystery and makeup? She she did this one. Is this Aqua Tufana?
1: This is Aqua Tufana. Okay,
0: so I never watched her episode on it, but I know she <gasps> always says it. So I, I always wanted to know, is this Aqua Tafana? So now I'm so excited.
1: So if you guys are unfamiliar with Bailey Sarian on YouTube, you should go get familiar She's with her. She's great. She's fantastic. She does uh murder and makeup. Murder, mystery, makeup. It's a yes. like, thing. And w- this is, go watch this episode, but I'm going to give you also the lowdown on Julia Tafana.
0: I'm so excited. Go ahead.
1: So, not a lot's known about her background, but okay. they think that she was born in 1620 in Palermo, Italy, possibly the daughter of Sofania de Adamo. Who was executed okay. in Palermo in sixteen thirty three by bitch for possibly oh. murdering her husband. Oh, oh. <laughs> Mamma Mia. <laughs> That's right. Also, this may or may not be a familial trait. But <laughs> I I also like I wonder if she was just like this was added in slash assumed based on Julia Tofana, but we'll see. Okay. Between 1631 and 1659, she built a customer base for handmade cosmetics. Oh, yes, Apparently, bitch! Yeah, yeah she's, a, you know, we love an entrepreneur. Mm. Apparently, her most popular product was a complexion aid. I'm putting complexion aid in air quotes called Aquatofana. <laughs> Aquatofana, there it is. There it is. She targeted this to young wives trapped in abusive marriages because it had a powerful poison in it.
0: Oh! You know what? I love this already. I have to say, I picked this.
1: I saw the date that this was coming out, and I was like, I'm going to do a bitch I love for my birthday.
0: That's happy birthday to you indeed. This is great.
1: Yeah. So she bottled aqua in tiny vials with a St. Nicholas label, who's the patron saint of apothecaries and children. <laughs> okay. All and right. Ins- Sounds good. Instructed the wives to put it in their husband's nightly wine. The ingredients oh. of the mixture are known, but not necessarily how they were blended. Okay. Apparently, it contained mostly arsenic, lead, and possibly belladonna. Well, that'll do it. That'll, that'll uh,
0: do it. There's the trifecta. We, <laughs> that'll kill you. We are not taking any chances with aqua tafana.
1: No, we are not. It was no. colorless, tasteless liquid, so they could just slip that bitch right into a wine. She was a say chemist. Say say goodnight. That's all she was. Right, which St. Nicholas, the, an apothecary, she's just mixing so and matching So she's here we are, we're um, mixing mm. and mixing. That's right. So it was slow acting, so the first dose would present cold-like symptoms, and mm. by the third dose, the person was very ill, including vomiting, dehydration, diarrhea, and a burning sensation in the d- digestive system.
0: Ooh, okay. And also forced- to be confused with a hangover a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, big time. Oh god, <laughs> big time. Oh my god. <laughs> and the fourth would kill the victim. Alright, so that's but, okay. Four four is my lucky number. Maybe I was oh. Julia Tofana in a former life. You know what?
1: That's a big mood for you, you know? What I, mean? I love that for me. Also, it because it was slow acting, and you know, basically in that time period if you got diarrhea, you were you were out for the count. You were a goner. They, you know, all these guys are like, can do their wills and shit like that, which I think is interesting. That is. The antidote that was often given was vinegar and lemon juice. Oh my fucking God, that's disgusting. That not only would that absolutely burn going down, but then it's just like, that's not going to do anything. so much heartburn.
0: (laughs) That's just, that's making things so much worse. It's That's just so much acidity. It hot as you go out. Oh my God. Wow. Okay. So there is speculation that
1: Julia's mother is the one that taught it to her, and they just passed the recipe down, but there's no way to prove that. Oh. Like a true Italian woman just passing a recipe down.
0: For some, it's red sauce. For others, it's aqua tofana. It's poison. We just, you know, we can't choose what our family gives to us.
1: That's exactly right. So Julia's daughter. Girolamo Spera was also an active participant in this. This is a game the whole family can play. <laughs>
0: family friendly.
1: That's right. And they expanded their business to Naples and Rome.
0: Oh, I love an expansion. This you know, is quality.
1: We're, we're moving on. We're moving up.
0: We're going to Naples.
1: That's right. And Rome. And almost. Rome. And eh. Rome. So, she was particularly sympathetic to women trapped in unhealthy and or dangerous marriages, which absolutely no one cared about then. No,
0: not even in the slightest. My question is this, like, did she have a relationship of her own like this? And that's why she's, like, particularly driven to provide this aqua to
1: I'm unsure, but she has a daughter, so I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, so, like, I can't help but wonder if, like, her own relationship inspired this business. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I couldn't find anything about, like, her partner.
0: I just saw that her mother potentially (laughs) killed her husband. (laughs) Right, 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 yeah. Well, then that would make sense, though, right? Because if it's passed down from her mom, yeah, okay, fair. Question answered, well done.
1: So, because she, like, you know, word of mouth got around, as it does. Especially with, Especially in Roman Naples. (laughs) Well, it's also, like, it's interesting because all women had in those days was just, like, talking to each other yeah for sure so they hear shit like this and they're like oh i know a bitch that needs and, help
0: and the cool part is is like they had a lot of spaces to do it in where the men wouldn't really be present they're yeah, doing right. the wash they're at the market they're you know it's right you know wealthier
1: wealthier women are just like meeting up to like chat in their tea like and houses shit. tea yeah, and cannolis time yeah tea and cannolis
0: espresso and, tea and cannolis i don't know i don't <laughs> think <laughs> they really did tea
1: yeah it was straight espresso <laughs> oh, yeah. black like their souls
0: yeah. They didn't even mix it with water. They just ate the powder. (laughs) They licked the top of tiramisu cakes and called it a day.
1: How did they call it a day? So while they're doing all this licking of tiramisu cakes, they're also talking about poisoning (laughs) their husbands. (laughs) So she received a ton of referrals. Excellent. Which also... Yeah. In 1659, one of the husbands caught the wife mid-attempted murder... Ooh. And she confessed to everything. Oh, so we got a leaky faucet up in this bitch. There she is. There's the leaky one. She confessed to the make the new makeup, Julia's directions on how to poison him, the other women who told her about the market. Oh my god! She oh my god! Everybody! Oh
0: my god! Everything came out. Oh my god! All right. So she just yeah, that was a slippery slope. Yeah, that's right. You know, like, but really, all you need is one to oh, just yeah. be like, "Good oh, night," yeah. and, and then comes the whole the operation's palm. going
1: down. Palm. Yep. So, sayonara,
0: Aqua Tufana.
1: That's right. So, Julia ran from the authorities and sought sanctuary in a church, protected by locals who feared her power. Mood. Love that.
0: <laughs> Love that for
1: her. Well done. So, the police put pressure on Julia's customers and told them that they'd be charged as well. So, that, like, people were, I guess people were starting to be like, I heard she was here, blah, blah. They also spread a rumor about a notorious noblewoman's plans to taint the city water supply. Oh which i'm assuming would cause panic and make people say oh i saw her here also that's some batman shit that they were
0: planting you would need a lot of Aqua aquatofana to reach a level high enough to affect everybody but also they're like that's straight
1: out of batman begins that they're just torching the water supply tofana begins tofana <laughs> 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 wow <laughs> oh my god we should almost name this episode that Tafana Begins. Tafana Begins. <laughs> it's too good. So she's eventually found, you know, somebody. Whoopsie poopsie. We found her. Somebody, somebody saw the scarecrow in the church and that was the end of that. Yep. She's found and tortured and she's confessed to the aiding of murdering more than 600 husbands in Rome alone. <laughs> love that so much that's a fucking high
0: number she must have made a lot of money yeah that's a lot of sales if you need four rounds of sales four rounds to murder Woo! i'm just saying she made some bank way to
1: go julia god damn so obviously this can't be confirmed because of the torture and who knows how widespread the poison got she had to have lost count
0: Oh, big time. Uh, also, just... you're you're so much in the black that you're just like, whatever. Yeah, nobody's got time to count when you're making that many batches. You, she's mixing. Exactly she's, right. she's, she's busy. We're, we're busy. We're busy with uh, St. What's his face? Yeah, St. Nicholas. She's Nicholas. busy as hell. Wait That's it. No, wait. Christopher? Yes. Nicholas. No, St. Nicholas. Nicholas. But now all yeah. of a sudden I'm like,
1: <laughs> she could have made a Santa? Christmas blend. <laughs> Is oh, my Lord. this round the, this episode's a wild one gang if this is your first episode with oddities welcome 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 <laughs> it's getting wild up in here so in 1659 she is publicly executed at the very same church where she sought sanctuary that jesus tracks. okay and the authorities quite literally threw her body away they threw it over the wall of the church
0: uh, uh, all right Just none of that tossed it None of this is necessary. Okay, let's just... All right, let's just relax. So here's the shit that
1: my nightmares are made of. Oh, good. They bricked her daughter and other assistants within the dungeons of the nearby Palazzo Pucci. Now, I thought bricking was just like throwing bricks at them.
0: No, they, they closed them into a space, right? Yes. That's awful. I hate that.
1: Bricking is known as immurement which is a form of imprisonment usually until death in which a person is sealed within an enclosed space with no exits and the person usually dies of dehydration or starvation that's awful that's what my nightmares are made of right that there. is that is terrible and also like her daughter like i I feel like
0: because her daughter I, was like a part of it technically yeah but i like i feel like i don't know i feel like the mom got a a more like i feel a like quick, it was more of a, a merciful out. out
1: yeah 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 I mean, she was also tortured, so who but, knows? But yeah,
0: I mean, her shit sucked too, don't get me wrong, but if I had to pick, I think I'd pick, like, torture and execution versus being sealed into a room.
1: But if this is how they're just killing people, like, if this is their version of imprisonment, what the hell was their torture like? That's true too. Yeah, I don't know, everything was a fucking mess. Everything was a mess. <laughs> fucking Rome was wild as hell.
0: Yeah, what what is, what is going on, guys? That's, I mean, I mean, that's, it's the Italians. What, what can we say? All that passion has to go somewhere. (laughs) Jesus. It just couldn't go into better things, Rome. On the one hand, we have brilliant artists and inventors, and on the other hand, we have people who seal people into rooms. (laughs)
1: And we have an incredible standing structure that's super old. Could get yes. everybody out of it in like f- under five minutes when we can't even clear stadiums like
0: that now. That's correct. And Built then we on have a fault this. line, and then we have this. Well, life is balance, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the true balance. It's like fairy rings. The true balance. The just true Just going balance. back and forth. We don't know. Are they good? Are they bad? We don't know anything. Who's to say? Uh,
1: here's a fun tidbit there's a rumor that mozart might have been poisoned by aqua Tafana, but those have been completely unsubstantiated
0: oh just a little fun little factoid there just throw that in there yeah
1: but that's that's our girl uh julia tofana aqua tofana i love aqua that Tufana. i love it yeah also a... seriously watch bailey sarian's episode it's so good she's and great and she's fantastic and i'm i think she may have had more information than me i'm not totally sure it's about the same ever like the the research on her is just so uncertain cuz it was a very long time well, ago well so old but yeah they do confirm to the number 600 <laughs> that that popped up everywhere damn i love that 600 i love this woman what a what a yeah, brilliant a brilliant chemist and you know what? She's the people's champ. That's exactly right. Fuck these guys that are abusing and being horrible to their wives.
0: Not on not on Julia's watch. Not on Julia's watch, that's right. That's right. Wow. Yeah. I that made me I'm so happy. What a great episode. It was, but also wow, wow. Bricking is scary. Yeah, let's let's Let's, let's cool it on that. Yeah, let's not let's not bring that back. Let's not revive that one.
1: I know. But, I mean, yeah, some wild shit going on here, you know? The
0: balances That's, of life. The balances of life, indeed. Wow. Well, uh, if you stuck with us through that whole ride, thank you very much. That's
1: this great. was an episode.
0: Yep. This
1: was an episode. This was a true Oddities episode.
0: Yes, indeed. And, um,
1: Wow. You know, just don't go near fairy rings. If anything has a Saint Chris, oh, I almost said Saint Christopher, Saint Nicholas label on it, just stay away from it.
0: Yeah, also, careful Merry what Christmas, you're mixing with your drinks.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well- but that's oh, here's a fun thing. That's why people initially cheersed. Did you know that? No. The invention of cheers, right? When you cheers with someone else's cup, yeah, is it was meant to slosh their drink into yours and your drink into theirs. So if the person oh, put so you're both in the going drink, down. yeah, or if they didn't drink it, then you knew that was the oh. invention of cheers.
0: Oh,
1: wow! So if a motherfucker poisons your drink, you cheers that bitch and you slosh your shit into theirs. Just go clink your it. shit
0: around. Everybody, everybody's getting cheers. Wow, so then they won't drink it. That was wow. the invention of cheers. That's so cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Crazy. Fun fact. Fun fact indeed. Yeah, so uh wow, okay. Yeah, watch out for mushrooms, watch out for <laughs> additives to your drinks. That's right. And cheers a uh, motherfucker. <laughs> cheers all around. And until next time. Stay straight. <laughs>